It's the Tyrell Jones Show. It's the Tyrell Jones Show. Oh, 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 oh. It's the Tyrell Jones Show. Oh, it's the Tyrell Jones Show. Oh, 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 oh. Tyrell Jones, Tyrell Jones, Yes, yes. Welcome back to the Tyrell Jones Show. Now, I know people wondering where I've been at. Let me touch on something, sucker. The ABC community decided to kidnap Tyrell Jones. Yeah, that goddamn... Bleep, bleep that out, because I know we're not supposed to say that. But I don't give a damn. It's Tyrell Jones. Now, today's episode, we're going to roast... This big ass receiver headline, job turkey. Right on, right on. Now look at this nigga, big ass forehead receiver hairline. That's a damn shame. That headline going back to slavery time. But anywho, we gonna give this job turkey a chance to play some of his songs. So warn it, cover your ears, cause this ain't gonna be good. Yeah, man. Big hey, G. Breaking that. Tales from the drill. I'm broke, nigga. Mama said I gotta leave her house I've been sleeping on my mama couch I've been sleeping on my mama couch I'm about to go to the Waffle House Waffle House Nigga, I'm BG I've been sleeping on my mama couch Mama couch Mama couch Hey. My baby mama man, I love her man. The gorilla silver bat baby mama man, gorilla man. DJ, hey, Rick at that. Yeah, my baby mama man look like a gorilla man. She do man, but I love her though. But she hold me down man while I paint. I ain't got no money either man, but I, I love her man. I love my baby mama, but she built like a linebacker. I love my baby mama, but she built like a linebacker. I love my baby mama, but she built like a linebacker. I love my baby mama, but she built like a linebacker. They get hate on my baby, but she's my lady. My hairline might be fucked up, and she look like a duck gorilla. Yeah, I'm that nigga. I got it happy cause of my hairline. 
She's a 10, yeah, dumb. And she love my ABC rhymes. I love my baby mama, but she built like a linebacker. I love my baby mama, but she built like a linebacker. I love my baby mama, but she built like a linebacker. I love my baby mama, but she built like a linebacker. BG Tales from the Drill. I'm trying to get my money up, bro. Fuck niggas be hating on my shine, man. Fuck nigga, man. Tennessee, they better tighten up. Yeah. I'm broke. I'm broke. I ain't got no money because I'm broke. I'm broke. I'm broke. I ain't got no money cause I'm broke. I'm broke. I'm broke. I ain't got no money cause I'm broke. I'm broke. I'm broke. I ain't got no money cause I'm broke. I don't wanna talk. I wanna get big like Rick Ross. Playing dice game with my chain dog. Keep my hat on my hairline fall. My baby mama love me. We in the trap, bruh. Fuck them jelly rogues. That's my gorilla, bruh. BJ Night. Tales from the drill. I'm broke. I'm broke. I ain't got no money cause I'm broke. I'm broke. I'm broke. I ain't got no money cause I'm broke. I'm broke. I'm broke. I ain't got no money cause I'm broke. I'm broke. I'm broke. I ain't got no money cause I'm broke. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. They always talking about my forehead, man. I got something to say, man. BG. BG. Hey, Rick at that. Let them hate. Let them hate, bro. Fuck nigga. Bless them blessings. Blessings. B E S I N G S. Blessings. Yeah, I'm slow, nigga. What's up, Mookie? Yeah. Make it mine. Make it mine. Yeah, I got a big ass forehead, make a mom, make a mom. Yeah, I got a big ass forehead, make a mom, make a mom. Yeah, I got a big ass forehead, make a mom, make a mom. Yeah, I got a big ass forehead. BG in the building with my ugly ass children. Like the bummy nigga with, with my doo-doo stain draws Watch me ball, watch me ball Nickels, dime, pennies and all Watch me ball, watch me ball Nickels, dime, pennies and all Make it mine, make it mine Yeah, I got a big ass forehead Make it mine, 
What a shame, what a shame that he messed up them good old beats. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Now, if you want to call in and roast the job, Turkey, give me a call right now. Oh, oh, okay, we got a couple of callers said that I want to speak their mind about BG. So go ahead, do your thing, brothers and sisters. Everybody, 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 please fall in. Please come on in, come on in. The doors of the church is open. Welcome to the Pimps and Holes Dollar Sign AME Church. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I am the maestro of the evening. I am Reverend Theodore Jenkins. Yes, I am the proud pastor of this church right here. But before we get started, yes, get your money out and holes get right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and put your money up in the offering real quickly as we get the services started. As we roast and lay down this motherfucker right here. Yes, this motherfucker was a Lord of the Rings reject. Yes, in the F division. Yes, he was the crack elf. If you're looking closely, you probably saw this motherfucker. If you look in the Old Testament of the Book of Vampire in Brooklyn, you probably saw this motherfucker as the stunt devil of Eddie Murphy when he was in his final stage as a vampire. Lord help him now. He wasn't ready. See, he wanted to talk uh, like he was uh, a roaster, but he didn't know uh, 
that there was going to be some roasting on his ass today. Let it go, says his hairline. Let it go, says his hairline. Oh, his hairline said, uh, and I quote, lean back, lean back, lean back. That Joe, thank you for that song, because this motherfucker's hair just leaned on back. I'm talking about the hairline, y'all. If he didn't look like his ancestors was from the Indiana Jones, the Crystal Skull. Yes, I'm talking about that alien motherfucker that he held up in there. You know how he had his head, his forehead sticking out? Yeah, this motherfucker's hairline is leaning back and his forehead is sticking out. If he don't look like he belongs on Indiana Jones, the Crystal Skull. He probably magnetic and probably got some uranium in him. I don't know, but I ain't going near him. He probably radioactive, just like the one in the movie. Oh, y'all don't hear me now. This motherfucker right here. Yes. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. I would say that he was a blade reject, but first of all, he probably scared Blade. That probably the only vampire that Blade would run away from, cause his eyes, his face, his nose, and his mouth all says crack baby on it. Oh, y'all don't hear me now. He has the nerve to have dreadlocks, but he don't realize that dreadlocks need to have a hairline to fall back on what his hairline is so far gone he might as well be bald why you still holding on to your hair let it go like elsa said up in frozen why you gonna do something like this to Humanity, we don't need nobody like that walking around our circumference. Cause you with your forehead is gonna knock somebody out. Can you say Barry Bones with the forehead? Oh, that's a home run. Oh, I might as well call him Sting cause his bat is his forehead. Knocking niggas out with that piece of shit. Oh, lay him down, Lord. Oh, I don't know what to do now. So, pimps, hoes, children, get ready. If you see this motherfucker, he is the reincarnation of the predator. Oh, dare I say it now? The reincarnation of the predator. Well, well, well. We're going to get it all started, y'all. We're going to get it all started. Wait, I ain't done with this motherfucker yet. What is wrong with your lips? You need to get some Vaseline. Vaseline won't help that shit. I would say get some Crisco and lather it on. Take all that lard and put it on there. Maybe it will heal some of them crack wounds that you had from doing the pipe oh he was 
wasn't ready for me tonight. You wanted to talk like you was a roaster. Motherfucker, first of all, you can't even laugh at your own pain. But you know what? You're going to be laughing today because Reverend Theodore Jenkins got your ass. Yeah, man, I believe in this here house. In this here house, pimps and hoes will all grab a hold. If I gotta call Magic Don Juan and show him the picture, he said, he'll say, he'll say, he'll say, what the fuck is this reject minion doing on my phone? Oh, did I go there? Yes, he looked like Gizmo's little grimness and came off his back. What is wrong with this motherfucker right here? He wasn't ready. He wasn't ready. I hear the archangel Kevin Hart telling me, oh, he wasn't ready. But this motherfucker right here. No, no. Love. Somebody help him. He only got a face a mother would love. But his mama probably said, no, get that motherfucker away from me. He's breaking all my mirrors. Oh, he not ready. See, I tried to tell him, you don't want to mess with a true man. Oh, you don't want to mess with a true pimp. See, Reverend Theodore Jenkins has been delivered from, you know, his old ways. But I still got the strong hand of the pimpology going on with this right hand. And if I ever have to get a hold of some baby powder, it's going to be the circumference from your forehead to your jaw, which is going to be my palm print. Can you feel me? You weak ass bitch. You wasn't ready. You wasn't ready. You wasn't ready. You want to talk about other people, but you looking like, you're looking like, you're looking like, you're looking like, oh, like you are the lost cousin of the roaches from MIB, nigga, you wasn't ready, see I'm trying to tell you, don't ever think that you could roll some motherfucker, now everybody, let's pray for this motherfucker, oh, heavenly pimp hand in the sky. We would like to just say one thing. Thank you for not bringing this nigga near our circumference. His mama should have swallowed his ass, but he's still here. Mm. I told her back in the day she should have swallowed that bitch. Mm. Now, he walks around like he is a rapper. <laughs> what was that song? Drips from the hood. Tales from the hood. What the fuck in the hood? I don't give a shit. You ain't hood, nigga. Oh, yes. Let me just say one night. But, oh, let me hold it back now. Woo. Almost caught the pimp ghost. Almost popped it. Almost popped I almost caught the pimp ghost. Cause you know what? This pimp hand is ready to strike down upon me. 
Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. But old pimp hand in the sky. Mm. Please pray for this motherfucker right here. He needs help. He needs your guidance. He don't know which way is up and down. He don't know what's in and out. He needs hooked on phonics. Yeah, it's going to work for you. Let me give you the number. It's 1-800-A-B-C-D-E-F-G. Then go ahead and re-record your little punk-ass hip-hop track. Because it's still going to be whack. I said whack, whack, hey, whack, whack. You ain't ready. See, motherfucker. Mm. Lord, let me get, let me, where's my chalice at? I need something to drink. Hold on a minute. Motherfucker right here Really wasn't ready Mm. Yo Let me just say this right now Mm. He is Freddy's Nightmare He is Superman's Kryptonite He was scared away Even the Joker By his fucking sight yeah. The Legion Doom will say, oh, hell no, nigga, you gotta get away from this room. Oh, Vegeta would think that he's Kakarot in his first stage when he was on their former planet that blew up. Yeah. Looking like he belongs in the zoo. But the lions, the tigers, and the bears will run away from that nigga. Mm. He would not be able to be in Jurassic Park. Cause even, 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 even the T-Rex will run away from this motherfucker. He smell like shit. He look like shit. He talks like shit. He walks like he's the shit. But he is right. Cause he is a piece of shit. Oh, he wasn't ready. 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 Now. That concludes our service for the evening. Please put your Benjamins in the collection pot once again. Go ahead, get the gold card out. Go out in the foyer and swap it in the ATM. Come on back in, put your money up in the pot, and y'all may go. Thank you. And this is Reverend Theodore Jenkins of the Pimps and Holes AME Dollar Sign Church. All right, now I think that's enough for the Tarot Jones show. Like I said, I'm back, and I never let a.
kidnap me again from the ABC community. Until then, love, peace, and stay calm and free. It's the Tyrell Jones Show. It's the Tyrell Jones Show. Oh, 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 oh. It's the Tyrell Jones Show. Oh, it's the Tyrell Jones Show. Oh, 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 oh. another episode i stick to the script i'll be a host with the most knowledge um i'm gonna hold it down for today episode episode 58 Lanico don't feel too well so sis feel better like i told you i got you i'm gonna hold it down for you um just get your rest but yeah man i hope you had a good weekend and all that good stuff man so we about to get into it um let's talk about it 6-9. Guys, ass beat at all places. LA Fitness. And this is how I look at it. And, and I've been saying this shit for the longest. He ran his fucking mouth too much. It's one thing to be a rat and just like, you know, mind your business. But it's nothing worse than being a rat and talking shit, running your mouth like niggas ain't really built like that you get what i'm saying like it's niggas out there don't give a fuck about nothing and just because and just because you felt like niggas ain't do shit at that time doesn't mean it wasn't gonna happen and shit always happened i've been saying this shit six nines gonna get touched when he least expect it i've been saying this shit since season one of the podcast i said this shit and I don't feel sorry for the nigga because he's lucky that he's still around. He's lucky they recorded that shit and it's not worse. Maybe, maybe this might humble him. Go with your security and shut the fuck up. You can't run dolo like that when you're a rat. You can't do normal shit, my nigga. You can't. I don't feel sorry for the nigga because he picked that on himself. It's one thing to rat, and I'm a type of person like, if I put myself in the situation, I'm not finna point fingers at other niggas I was doing the crime or whatever with. If I chose that lifestyle, then I'm like, I know what comes with it. So if shit gets real, I am taking that shit to the fucking chin because I knew what the fuck I was doing. 6ix9ine not stupid. He knew he joined the blood. He knew what came with that shit. I don't give a fuck what people think. He knew what came with that shit. So, I mean, advice to you other rappers 
Understand who you fucking with before you fuck with them. Because niggas do shit for clout. Oh, let's act gangster. Let's do this gang shit. Let niggas know what we about. What the fuck? That's gonna. That's not gonna do shit, bro. Cause when shit get real, you see what happened. When shit get real, niggas fold. And that's that's not even hip hop shit, man. That's everyday life shit. So do I feel sorry for six nine? No, I don't feel sorry for the nigga because he put himself in that situation. All that shit he was talking, talking about people that passed away and because he got beef with, you know, Lil Dirt. He want to talk about King Von and all this other shit. He want to pull up in Chicago when no one's there. You know, niggas O-Block. He go to O-Block when it's dead as fuck. With mass security talking shit, talking about pull up, I'm here, blah, J, blah. You pull up to L.A. at, um... I think it was um a front of a Nipsey Hustle portrait. And you talking shit in LA like ain't bloods and crips out there, but you're doing it when niggas ain't outside. And you thought, oh, I could do this shit. Nigga, niggas ain't gonna fuck with me. Niggas ain't gonna touch me. I'm untouchable. No, nigga. No. Just because shit ain't moving doesn't mean it ain't gonna move. I've always been the type of nigga when niggas talk shit and I'm not talking about violent shit. I'm talking about like old school shoot the fade when niggas talk shit to me and they like keep running their fucking mouth. I'll let them have that because when I see you, that energy is not there. You know, but it, it just it's crazy. Like I can't think of nigga name. Um, Rich Dollars from Love and Hip Hop New York. So he gets online, I think, either Instagram or Twitter. And he was basically saying, you know, niggas jumping on 6 9 but Zimmerman living his best life. Make it make sense. No point for that. Okay, this, this is what I'm going to say about this real quick. It's not the same thing. I'm going to tell you why. That nigga is in witness protection. And my thing is this, Rich Dollars. It's like, you want to mention that like it's the same exact thing. It's not. It's really not. 6 9 what he did, he asked for it. The other guy, they're not going to touch him. They're not going to touch him for the simple fact that he's in witness protection and he's protected. We know why. We ain't got to go that deep. We know why. So it's not the same thing. And I heard people say, well, you know, they did touch him. I ain't heard no stories about it. So when you got a guy like Kim who took a young teenager life and got away with it, the system's already fucked up for us. It doesn't protect us. So you really think if niggas, and not the fact niggas didn't want to touch him, it's the fact niggas couldn't touch him because they wasn't going to allow us to touch him if that makes sense you saying all this shit what the fuck you doing rich dollars i hate niggas who try to compare that trying to say trying to make a point with this fake woke shit but i'm like why the fuck you lying why you always lying oh my god stop fucking lying 
You saying niggas want to jump 6'9", but this man living his best life, it makes no sense. But what the fuck are you doing? You ain't doing shit either. So you just has, just, I mean, what's your point, my nigga? You have no point. I hate niggas with the fake woke shit because they want brownie points. Like, if you not doing nothing, shut the fuck up. And that goes for everybody, including myself. I can't say shit if I'm not doing shit about it. Regardless if this punk ass nigga is in witness protection. This is two different situations. 6 9 what he did, he kept running his mouth. He asked for that shit. The guy that killed Trayvon Martin, I'm not going to say the killer name because he's a bitch. Honestly, I shouldn't say his name earlier. But the point I'm trying to make right now is, you know, us as a people, we pick and choose. And, and it always got to be when something happened and we get on this fake woke shit and try to compare apples and oranges. What 6 9 did, you shouldn't feel sorry for that shit. Yes, he got jumped. When you're a rat that run your mouth and you keep asking for that kind of energy, that shit gonna come back to you. That punk ass killer that took Trayvon Martin life, he's a fucking bitch. Niggas ain't do shit because you know why. I mean, let's be real. You think they really gonna like in their eyes black people don't matter to them they don't get two fucks about that so rich dollars if you ain't doing shit no one else doing shit about it and it's been years then don't sit here and try to compare the two because 6ix9ine got jumped like what are you fucking serious bro like niggas kill me with this fake woke shit that shit is so annoying it's the most annoying shit ever. I'm not with the fake woke shit. I'm not. I'm not, bro. I'm not. I never seen Rich Dollars say anything about this until 6ix9ine got jumped. Not everybody want to feel sorry for 6ix9ine. But when y'all the same nigga saying he don't get his ass beat, he better watch out what he's saying. Y'all the same nigga saying that. But then when he get jumped, niggas feel sorry for the nigga. Like what kind of energy y'all on, bro? Y'all like, y'all want to be fucking followers, bro? I'm not saying that, you know, the man is deserve to get jumped. I'm not saying that. All I'm saying is, when you invite that energy, no one gives a fuck. They don't. He brought that on himself. I don't feel sorry for the nigga. I don't. He was running his mouth, talking shit. Will you bring energy, especially a certain type of energy? That shit will come and bite you in your ass. And look what happened. So I'm not going to feel sorry. I'm not going to compare. Oh, y'all do this, but why y'all ain't doing that? I'm not finna do that. That's some corny shit. So Rich Dollars, you saying that was some corny shit because deep down inside, bro, have you done anything about it? Okay, so you can't sit there and say Trayvon Martin, killer living his best life. 
you ain't doing shit. You ain't pulling up to the nigga. So why are you trying to compare the two? Like, this is the thing about having a podcast or like Instagram or Facebook or whatever. Even YouTube. Because when shit happened, everybody got something to say. With me, when I talk on shit, I'm talking that real. I'm not sitting here trying to say, hey, you should agree with me. That's not me. If I speak on something, it's real shit. It's not to be like, I'm trying to be cool. I'm trying to fit in. Because I say shit niggas scared to say. I don't give a fuck about fitting in. That's never been me. Never. That's some clown shit to me. Like, so. Risk Dollar saying that, it was no point of that. Because if you're not doing shit about that problem, don't talk about this problem. Now, 6ix9ine, he acts for this. You know, it's one thing if you rat it and then you came home and just mind your business. Yes, you will still be a fucking rat. That's not going to change. But at least you're not out there talking shit. There's nothing worse than the fucking rat gets out and start talking shit. Then you're inviting that energy to come back to you. And just because it didn't happen a couple of years ago doesn't mean what's going to happen. You got caught slipping. Look what happened. I told niggas the reason why he wasn't getting touched because he ran with security. And that's the reason why no one touched him. But you over here, I'm Dolo, I'm Dolo. I'm by myself. Come see me, whatever. Look what happened. Out of all places, my nigga, LA Fitness. If you get jumped in LA Fitness, that should tell you, my nigga, you ain't safe no fucking way. So I was you. Humble yourself. Number, number one, wind that back. I would never be you. True. Learn to humble yourself and go back to your security. If you least going to talk shit, have motherfuckers protecting you. You can't be a rat running your mouth, talking all this shit and think you're going to be safe. Dolo. With no security? No, nigga. At least if you're going to troll, have some protection on you. Mean security. But that's how I feel about it. Because I'm a stand-up dude. I know even growing up, if I was around a certain type of people, I know for a fact that if I choose this side, I will know for a fact what I'm getting myself into. So when shit get real, I'm not going to bitch. A lot of people say, hey, you'll never know when you get in that situation how you're going to act. And that's very true. But the type of nigga I am, if I live a certain lifestyle and doing this crazy shit, and then when shit get real, I can't bitch up now. That's who I am. Because 699 child, he knows better. He knew when he joined this shit, what the fuck came with it. No one's stupid. I don't give a fuck you from the hood or the suburbs. You know what comes with this shit. But yeah, anyway, to all you fake woke people, make up your fucking mind. Make up your mind, bro, because y'all wishy-washy. It's like one minute you like, oh, fuck 6ix9ine. He gonna get his, and then when it happened, I don't think it's right. You should jump them. What's the point of it? It's not affecting you. What? Like, make up your mind. Like, which one is it? Y'all come online and y'all don't know who the fuck y'all want to be. So, yeah, man, that, that's my thoughts on it.
And I'm going to leave it like that. I want to briefly talk about this new Donald Glover show, Swarm. And that was on Facebook, right? And it's nothing worse than seeing black people always complain about shit when black actors do different type of roles. Because they don't get it. And I see a lot of motherfuckers saying, oh, this is weird. What the fuck is this? I can't get into it. Blah, gee, blah. And this is the problem I have with it. It's the fact that, you know, everybody got their opinion. I'm not even knocking that. But my thing is this. It's like, when you see shit like, you know, a person like her who, you know, lost her best friend for a so-called overdose. But it's a deeper meaning behind that because if you watch the show, you'll see that something ain't right with that because Donald Glover is real smart. But they're not looking at it as like this girl doing this shit because she was a foster child. Her foster parents just gave up on her. You know, they're not even knowing what she been through. Not saying what she did was was right. But us as a people, we don't we don't want to talk about mental health. And when I'm, you know, I'm watching this show and I'm like, yo. It's deeper to her just killing people just because she want to kill people. Like, her mental health is so fucked up. And she's never been loved. And she feels so alone. That she just feels like the only person that she can relate to now is Naja. That, that's the girl that she's obsessed with. The singer she's obsessed with. Which we know who that person is. Who that story is about. You know. If you know, you know. And when black people like that always complain about that, oh, this is weird. I can't get into this. What's the difference than watching a Jason movie or a serial killer movie with white people? When black people do it, it's like, this is weird. It's not us. No, it's black serial killers out there too. But I think people who don't get it is not looking deep into the show because they're so fucking simple minded. Like, they're the kind of people that watch Tubi movies because it's so ghetto and it's simple and they can understand it more. But a TV show like this, where it's like, it's more deeper meanings than her just being a fucking serial killer. It's like, we don't talk about mental health and how that can affect us to the point where we could lose our shit. Y'all not ready for that conversation. Y'all not. So when I, I was online singing that shit, it was kind of like, and this person that said that shit is the most ghetto motherfucker in the world. So I expect that person to say some shit like that. You don't get it because in your mind it's too complex for you. You like simple shit. You don't like shit that talks about real life issues that yes, black people do go through. And that's where the trauma come from because we bury our mental health. It's like, ah, we'll be all right. It's normal. No, it's not. So now watch this show. Yes, this girl be wild. I mean, she 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 be going the fuck in. But I look at the deeper meaning, especially episode six, I believe. And you start to get more of a backstory about Dre. You like, oh, okay. It makes sense now. Like it's like, oh shit, I'm not saying what she did was right. But this girl was fucked up in the head way before that and when you're a foster kid 
and you seen so much shit and then the family thought you had sent you right back to foster care dre never never had that love you know the only person that really really cared and understood her and accepted for who she was was marissa which was you know how marissa family adopted dre before you had to watch the show that was the only person that understood dre and when she lost marissa which I gotta do a breakdown on this show too, but I'm not gonna give it away. If you haven't seen it yet, I'm not gonna say nothing about it. But Dre didn't feel love, I don't think. And when she lost Marissa, which you know, that that's the only giveaway I'm gonna give y'all if you haven't seen it yet. When she lost Marissa, which I still think that Dre might kill her because I didn't see no, I'm not gonna know why I'm gonna leave her alone. Something is fucking with Dre head to the point where she like so fucked up in the head from the stuff she been around or she might feel guilt or she might feel like she might be abandoned. She lose her shit. You know, and that's why we tell black people, you know, mental health is really important. And check up on your loved ones. You never know what a person is going through. And just because a person say I'm okay, doesn't mean they okay we try to be so cool with and, and bury this shit especially black men we try to be so cool and be like you know what now i'm good bruh but deep inside we fucking hurting same with black women it's the same black people in general we go through this shit and all we do is bury this shit like that shit's not fucking normal it's not cool so if you haven't seen swarm yet that's why I ain't give too much away. I want y'all to check it out. All my listeners who haven't seen it yet, check it out. It's a dope show, but it, 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 it's shit you got to put together. It's shit right now. I'm like, oh, that's what I love about Donald Glover because he know how to put shit together and not give away too much and let you throw out your own conclusion. Almost like a puzzle. You know, you get a puzzle and you're trying to put everything together. You're trying to get all the right pieces just to complete this picture. That's Donald Glover mind. Even from Atlanta, like he does this stuff and it's up to you to figure it out or what's the meaning behind it. So if y'all haven't seen it, man, check it out. It's a dope show. Man, the girl that played Dre, um, Dominique. Can't think of a last name. I know her name Dominique. She's from Brooklyn, East New York. What up, Brooklyn? Let's go. She killed that shit. And for her to play that role, I know it had to be difficult to tap in that character. It was almost like, you know, all these actors playing the Joker or all these dark characters. Like, that has to be hard to tap in that kind of mindset. But it just shows that even black people, we got serious mental health issues that we don't talk about and we bury that shit. And this is why it's so important to check up on your loved ones to make sure they are all right. You never know what they going through. Saving money with Groupon is crazy simple. I can buy all my beauty appointments even when my hands are busy. 
Now, some people gonna like this commercial for the wrong reasons. Download the app and save. Russell. Groupon. Stop it. I want to touch on one more thing. Um, it's going to be a short episode. Lanico, get better, sis. Um, people that want to be a rapper, right? And I just, I see a lot of these artists, right? Rappers, right? That want to get approval from other people to the point like, i give you an example, right? You know, I always tell people, when you rap, sing, whatever, and you got too many people liking your shit, it's not real. Now I'm gonna tell you why. Because if I'm in the room and every song that I play for you, you like, something ain't right. Something ain't right because I feel like if every song I play for you and you're not giving me your honest opinion, for example, I might play a song for one of my peoples, right? And he might hear something that I didn't hear. Like He might be like, for example, yo, Maybe you should add this on here or maybe you should do this or maybe I will switch this up a little bit. Like to me, that's real. That's realness. If I got a bunch of motherfuckers telling me all my shit hot, you're fucking lying. And I see a lot of these rappers out here that feel like, you know, they need to be approved, need to be accepted. Like if you don't like their shit, it's like, oh, you hating or they get mad about it. I'm like, if you come in this game, on some emotional shit and every little thing that's that people don't agree with as far as your music you get mad about you ain't gonna last long you ain't gonna last long because music is all about giving that honesty if you can't keep it real with me that is not real like think about all the great artists like j cole kendrick jay-z nas Biggie, Tupac, you didn't think, and I'm just naming a few, you didn't think people didn't sit down with them and be like, ah, maybe you should switch it up a little bit, maybe you should try this out, maybe this ain't the one, like, they had people around them that more likely kept it real with them, which made them better artists, but it's like some of these local rappers, y'all get too emotional, like, not everybody gonna like your shit. That doesn't mean they're hating, and that doesn't mean you should be upset. Your goal is okay, this person might not like it, this person might like it, this person might not like it. But it seems like motherfuckers like that only worry about the motherfuckers who do like their song, but don't focus on the motherfuckers who don't like their song. I'm like this. I don't give a fuck if a nigga hating on my shit, bro. If you don't like my shit, I can at least respect you being real about it. Like, all right, cool. It's not for you, cool. You like it, cool. I'm going to give the same energy because I understand that not everybody going to like my shit. But some people, they're getting their feelings like, oh, they don't like my shit, man. They don't understand. They don't understand what I'm, what I'm trying to do here. Nigga. Like, let's be real, man. I tell these dumbass local artists, get the fuck out your feelings and stop having all these yes men around you telling you bullshit. Because if you bring that music towards me, I'm not going to be no yes men. I'm going to tell you if this shit's hot and I'm going to tell you this shit's not it. But just because I tell a person this not it doesn't mean you shouldn't put it out. That's my opinion. 
but don't be in your feelings about it and get emotional like a nigga hating when I'm not. Because I know how it is making music and being like, uh, I'm not sure if this the one we could try, uh, maybe switch up the second verse a little bit, maybe switch up the hook, the beat misses something like it's nothing wrong with that. Or if a nigga not feeling my shit at all, I shouldn't get mad about that. That's only going to make you better. For example, all these great basketball players like Michael Jordan, Kobe, LeBron, Steph Curry, all these great players. You think they wasn't rejected? You think motherfuckers ain't telling them? You can play better. You doing this the wrong way. That That's not it. You have to learn to take the good with the bad and the bad with the good. If someone giving you good, you know, comments, you're like, all right, that's what's up, my nigga. You happy? You're like, yeah, nigga, smoke on my shit. But then when one or two niggas like, nah, I don't really fuck with it like that. I, I think something is missing. Ah, they hating on me, bro. They don't understand. No, no. That's called being your fucking feelings. Because like I said, if a nigga bring that shit around me, I'm not going to sugarcoat because not everything that you put out is going to be fucking hot. Also, if you close to your 30s and you're not making money off this rap shit, stop rapping. It should be a hobby. If you're doing this shit for the fun of it, if you're doing this shit trying to get signed, you ain't got no job, and you're not getting paid off this shit, then you got your priorities all fucked up because I tell people there's no money in rapping there's no money in that and what I mean by that it's not back in the day where labels sign you and niggas going to Best Buy Target, Walmart and actually buying albums everything is streaming so they're not worrying about the music you put out they're worrying about the brand who you are as a person the music is only one part of this shit. So I think niggas get in this game or try to get in it and don't understand the business behind it. Y'all got this mindset like only take one song to get big. And that's true. But also you could be a one hit wonder too and be broke as fuck. And you only be known for that one song. Like I hate when niggas that trying to rap and trying to make it. Yeah, bro. When I get on, I'm going to put you on. I'm gonna put all my people on. I don't wanna hear that dumb shit, bro. Cause niggas always say that shit and then when they get on, they be on some other shit. And my thing is this if you know me and y'all niggas rap, I don't wanna hear shit about when you get on, you're gonna pick me on. I don't wanna hear that shit. I can do for myself. I don't need handouts. You wanna do this rapid shit? Cool. But the problem with y'all niggas, man. Y'all don't have a backup plan. Y'all focus on one thing with this rapping and think that shit is going to be the, the getaway. Y'all should always have a backup plan for your backup plan. Because if you only focus on one thing and that shit fails, guess what? You're going to be looking around feeling stupid because you had no backup plan. Y'all don't fucking think, bro. That's why I stopped doing music because I knew... If this shit wasn't going to work out, I got DJing. I got podcasts. You know, I have a creative mind. So it's never I'm just focused on one thing. 
I haven't recorded music, like actual albums since 2018. The last time I put out music, like an actual album, my daughter was two years old. Well, I put like a little, uh, little EP out, but that got lost, but that don't really count. But I say 2019. So it's like, but I was doing that shit for the fun of it. It wasn't about trying to get on. I was just doing that shit because it made me feel good. I didn't care if one person listened to it, five people listened to it, 10, 100, 1,000, or I'm the only person who listened to it. I didn't care. I just knew when I put it out, it made me feel good. Some of y'all in y'all late 20s, early 30s, still trying to figure this shit out. It's cool doing local shows, connecting with local superstars. And I say local superstars, not to be disrespectful or saying that they're not talented but you got rappers who are only good in their region i'm gonna be real or just because you might open up for them or you might talk to them in a music conference doesn't mean they fuck with your shit bro and this is why i mean some of you local rappers try to look for approval from niggas for what if you know your shit hot focus on that stop worrying about niggas who don't like your shit you want to get mad about that and get your feelings y'all have to learn to take everybody opinion and take it with a grain of salt i couldn't be that type of nigga if i was still like trying to pursue rapping i can't be around a bunch of niggas that's telling me my shit is hot not everything i put out is hot and i know that i want a motherfucker that one person to be like that's okay but you could do better I won't get mad about that or for, or for a nigga like, you know, I don't really fuck with this shit like that ain't my cup of tea. That's cool because you need that because that will make you a better artist. That will make you better, honestly. Hearing the negative comments will actually make you a better artist than a nigga always dick around saying your shit hot when it's not. So all you local rappers who might be tuning in on the podcast, listen carefully. It's nothing wrong with people not liking your shit. The problem is y'all too focused on the niggas who do like your shit. So as long as they like your shit, you feel like you made it. Yeah, yeah, they like my shit. But not thinking about the people who don't like your shit. So when it when motherfucker be like, ah, this shit ain't it, you get mad, you get upset. You know what that shows me? You're weak. You're a weak ass artist that can't take a person opinion when they don't like your shit so learn how to navigate in this shit learn how to take the good with the bad and the bad with the good and put that in the fucking pot mix that motherfucker up and become better but if you got too many yes men dick rotten and i'm gonna be real most of you niggas say your shit hot just to be saying that shit just to be saying it they don't believe that shit most of the time and trust me, if you playing your music around me, whether your family, friends, whatever, don't respect me the dick rod, because I'm not. I'm not a yes man. If your shit hot, I'll let you know. If it's not, then I'm going to be real also. I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat shit to make you feel good about yourself. No. If you're too emotional, this rapid shit is not for you. That's all I'm going to say about that. So I'm going to get up out of here. Um, and as you heard, 
Tyrone Jones is back. So, you know, hope y'all enjoy that. You never know what to expect from that nigga, man. Never know. Never know. And um, shout out to the Reverend. Shout out to the Reverend Jenkins for that beautiful, beautiful sermon he did. You know, expose this bitch ass nigga. So y'all make sure y'all donate to that man, you know, for giving that good word. And trust me, he'll be back on the podcast too. <laughs> but um, I hope y'all enjoy that real talk, man. Um, well, Nico, like I said, since it get better, I will never let you do a podcast if you're not 100%. And knowing what you, you probably still try. But I'm like, no, rest up, feel better. And um, come back next week stronger. But until then, you have a good weekend. And I'm about to stay in baby. Let's go.